the massive, massive 2020 trade period. But isn't it funny? We still have a couple of weeks and we still have technical issues. Not, nothing changes, does it, with this? this. No. Another platform change, Peps. Why don't, uh, why, why don't we just throw another platform change in? Oh, well, that's what we do best. <laughs> funny enough, I have actually, I actually have changed the, pub, the podcast platform too, but we'll go into that later today. Hey, trade period. What'd you think, my friend? What did you think after a gripping couple of weeks of nothing happening? Um, I, I liked it. I thought this was probably one of the better trade periods because there was just so much drama around big names. So much drama around big names and nothing ever happens until the last half an hour. Yeah, always. It's always. The only, look, let's be honest. The only reason why they drag it out for a week and a half is to keep people talking about it for a week and a half. Yeah. And we know, you know, we know that players who are going to get to the club, they're going to get to start training with those clubs anyway. So we know it's a done deal. We're just waiting until the final hour. I do reckon club players should be able to nominate clubs. Yeah. If you're not a free agent. Yeah, absolutely. So you reckon someone like Jai Corwell, who's played two seasons, has the ability to go ahead and nominate a club after two seasons? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a business, Peps. I know you and I flip and flop on this topic a lot, but... I think it's fair game. It's business. Okay, so if, so if it's a fair game and it's business, that means that the clubs should be able to just get rid of the players and trade them to any club they decide. Hashtag Collingwood 2020. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. That was the grand sale, grand sale, grand sale. Here at the Collingwood, we got a Stevenson and we got a Trelaw and you can get a Tommy Phillips too. And don't get me to explain what was going on with that mob. Yeah, that was a bad one. That was a really well. They they lost. They lost three. They lost uh, two gun players, one up and coming player, a bunch of draft picks, and they got back fourteen. <laughs> Explain it to me. And probably going to lose a couple thousand memberships if you listen to anybody on the radio as well too, because they were they were putrid. Look, we're going to get into all of that just to give you a bit of a snapshot of what happened throughout the the trade period. There was eight free agency moves throughout the time frame. There was twenty five players changed clubs, and goodness knows how many draft picks swapped clubs, swapped hands, etc. Over the course of that time frame, as we normally would do, we would uh, go into our who gets the three votes and who gets the drag so i'm going to uh open it up with your three votes you don't have to go into the specifics of it because there's been plenty of information that you can find online but just in your eyes who are the three clubs that you think dominated the trade period from the eyes of sir jamie wallace i'm gonna go number one i think that brisbane lions did a really good job um they got one vote Two votes. I'm going to chuck it down to Western Bulldogs. And then number three, I'm going to go with my club, Port Adelaide. Oh, what? Why not? <laughs> All right, then. Let me go with my three. So my three were Carlton one. They only get one. Yeah. Two votes goes to the Western Bulldogs as well. Mm-hmm. And three votes goes to my club, the Demons. <laughs> oh, come on. Look, we, we walked in with nothing. Yeah. And we walked out with Ben Brown. So we've finally got a forward that can kick goals. I don't care if he takes six days to run in and kick the damn thing, as long as he kicks it straight. Two yeah. first-round draft picks, a second-round draft pick, and we basically gave up Brendan Bruce and Mitch Hannon. Wow. 
let's talk about let's let's, let's be honest here. Those the 18, 19 that you picked up are going to push out to early second round. Ah, uh, but that's at this stage. Remember, you can still trade draft picks up until draft night. So who's to say we might not just package those together and do something? You could turn them into something, but then you, and I would have. This is where Pep's. Um, I could be quite decisive here and say something and would make you turn in your grave. Go for but it. But if you look at it, you look at it, Peps. If it was a normal draft year, I'd say that Essendon would have got the three votes this year. Yep. Um, True. But because, but because none of those kids have played, no one knows what the draft order really is this year and how good these kids are. Picks number six, seven, and eight, or whatever they've got, or seven, eight, nine, whatever they've picked up. Who knows? Who knows? Look, I I sort of agree with you, but I sort of don't. Like, recruiters have been tracking these kids for a couple of years. They don't just pick them up over one season. Yeah, you might get your bolters and your sliders, but you got to remember the waffles still been going. The northern states have still been going. The South Australian League has still been going. Victorian League was the only one that wasn't able to do anything. So the yeah. recruiters majority would have been eyeing off those, but also eyeing off in other states. So it's probably a better opportunity to get a broader spectrum. And you know what? You're going to see a couple of sliders. I'm really, really happy that the AFL have changed all the rulings around the the academies, et cetera. I just sort of feel sorry for the clubs that, once again, have done all the hard work to set it up. And because a couple have whinged, they've pulled it all back again. Well, this is the last year you can use your academies, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Last year, you can, I think, use first round picks for them. It's got to go back into the second round, et cetera. Yeah, we've got some guns coming through the academy this year. So that's oh, what we would So have we. we've got some absolute rippers. Uh, but unfortunately, your your academy looks pretty good. Ours looks more like police academy. That's the type of draft picks that we have coming through our mob. That's Pep's, That's what I'm finding. A lot of clubs are sort of going, well, why, why are we trading fourth rounders and third rounders? But it's because clubs are trying to position themselves to get points for those academy kids. Exactly. And that's what Melbourne have done. They were smart. I must admit, look, Josh Money has copped a bit of flack over the last couple of couple of years just with the way, you know, players that they should be going for, et cetera. But what he's done over the last number, he is the master at getting the best value for picks and on trading multiple picks to clubs to get a pick and then bucketing those to get other picks, et cetera. He's, he's worked out the, the formula for accumulating those points. And that's yep. what they did. Take this, take this. You need it for your points. We need a pick. It's a win-win for both clubs. Are you oh. concerned about... I know we're going to talk about it later on, but quickly, yep. are you concerned about the fact that you um, have lost Braden Proust and you haven't got a backup Ruckman for Max Gorn? Or are you going to use Ben? Are you thinking Ben Brown is that backup? No, I reckon Tom McDonald will be a back, the backup for yep. that as well too. So look, let's just go. Let's do a quick whip around at the different at the different clubs. Let's have a look. Adelaide Crows. Look, they lost Brad Crouch, Rory Atkins, Kyle Hardigan. Didn't yep. really bring anything in. They're not. Going to do much and didn't do much. So let's just move on. Brisbane Lions. Ooh, this interesting. Lost Steph Martin. I was surprised they got rid of Steph Martin. That was an interest because he's been one of their dominant Ruckmans for the last probably at least four seasons. Oh, for the last decade. He came from Melbourne. Melbourne was spewing that he left originally, going up to Brisbane to get more opportunity because he was behind Jeff White at the time. Yep. They lose Witherden over to the West Coast, but they bring in Joe Danaher and a player who's been, who just needed a fresh environment, Natalia mm. Cocker too. Yep. If they can get Danaher right, with Hipwood, McStay down forward, tell you what, watch out. But can they all combine? Who's to know? Yep. All right. Carlton, in, Williams, Saad, Fogarty. They were the pretty yep. much the ones that they were going to target. They got them, lost nothing, only have three picks in the draft, but they've virtually got the picks earlier on. Correct. They're moving in the right direction. Unfortunately, Charlie Kerno's gone and injured himself again. Oh, God. No, that's so sad, isn't it? He, he, could, he is just an absolute gun as a young player and just has been ruined for three years now. 
And if you have a look at the way he's done his injuries, there's been work-related ones, which is obviously the football, but things like slipping on tiles, basketball, just silly, silly ways of doing it. Yeah. I, I don't know if he'll get back, no. honestly. Walked under a ladder, broken some glass. It's just so unfortunate. He's not... He is a gun. But you know what's not unfortunate? Couldn't have happened to a happier mob. And mind you, this mob gets my... If I had three votes, yeah. can I actually, like, drafts, bundle the votes and just give them three, two, and one and just give them six? Given the Herald Sun, um, the Herald Sun voting system, nine, nine votes go to this club for the worst performance. I'd give them ten. Like, <laughs> Jay, Clark, Jay Clark and the Herald Sun gave them 1.5 out of ten. I think that's generous. <laughs> they've they've lost Trelaw Stevenson, Atu Bonasavulia, yeah, and Tom Phillips. Brought and nothing. Pick. Brought nothing in. Oh, they got two first round draft picks. Yep. Who'd want to go there? But the reputation of that club has gone backward at a rate of knots. Do, do you know they've actually they've actually changed their slogan? You know how they used side by side. They've changed it, and this is no joke. They've actually changed it to I think it's made by many. <laughs> Oh. Destroyed by a few. <laughs> That's made by many. Made by many. Right, yeah. Dickwads. <laughs> Jeez, they 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 screwed the pooch big time, didn't they? Yeah, stuffed up. You, I mean if you get have a chance yeah. too, listen to Jaden Stevens interview as well. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. I do like I do like the young boys coming out and saying something stand off the standard worn beaten track of oh you know da da da, da coaches da, da da fresh start no he just dropped some bombs he he, he dropped bombs he he was hero- yeah. he was he, the anola anola gay dropping h bombs it was Quickly, Essendon uh eh, I think they lost more than they got but they did pick up three first round draft picks. Yeah, Peter Wright, two meter Peter, Joe Caldwell. Um, yeah. Nick Hind went there. Mano Melbourne was after Nick Hind a little bit, but he's gone to Essendon. They do lose Radio. You're going to love that. Big Joey. But it, I can't believe they got what, pick seven for Arazio? I mean, for Joe Danaher? Pick seven, right? Yeah, one of those ones. He yeah, played a game in three years. He's played two games or something in three years, gets seven. And Brad Crouch, who's been lighting it up for Adelaide, gets a pick 26, 27. Yeah, Arazio's 29. So. That's, a, that's the sniff factor there. Now they, once again, Dodoro or Dadoro or whatever you want. Yep. Did nothing. Fremantle, Jesse Hogan over to GWS. It's a shame. Yep. He can play football, the kid. I think he's just got a few too many things going upstairs and inside of his life. I don't know if he wants it enough, to be honest. Expensive pick, though. He, sick, that, that cost him uh, pick six a couple of years ago. Yeah, and we look like fools for getting rid of him. <laughs> it's amazing and hindsight isn't it look like idiots at the time and look like geniuses now yeah they did nothing i i don't think they're probably i don't think he's gonna get a game honestly i reckon he will now that the big fella's gone but we'll get into that in a moment gw oh sorry the cats here we go the cats cameron sean higgins isaac smith in they lose lachlan Fogarty and the tire cockatoo they've only got two draft picks so they're gonna have to pinch another draft pick from somewhere because you have to go and make three picks at the afl draft mandatory Yes. They're going to have to pick someone up somewhere. They're going to have to do something with maybe pick 51 and split it. They can't trade a pick. They're in a bit of trouble. But they gave up three first-round draft picks. I know they got second-rounders back. Jeez, it's big, though. 13, 15, and 20 gone. Wooshka. Wooshka. 
Whiskah, grand sale, grand sale, grand sale. Hey, good on him. He'll have, imagine little Tomahawk's going to go. He'll only be there for another year. It's good to see. And also, one thing I will highlight with the Cats, it was really good to see that they've once again targeted their youth policy by picking up uh, sure. young, exciting players such as Sean Higgins and Isaac Smith. Yep. No, yep. It's, really, it's really good to see them bring that age down. It's it's. it's- it's always Gary. Gary pushes our age profile up. No, 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 no. You've got like eight players or something over the age of 30. <laughs> so, yeah. they'll, they'll might as well just go straight from AFL to Super Rules. They're close enough. Uh, Gold Coast Suns. Here's an interesting one. They picked up Rory Atkins and Old League Markov, got rid of two-meter Peter, who wasn't even playing. They still got no. picks five, 27, 37. They've got a nice hand in the draft, and they've picked up probably a couple of stop gaps as well too for them for themselves. Can't ask yeah. for much more than that. So they're going all right. GWS, the Exodus, which is interesting. Exodus from a player's perspective, but a massive influx. They've got five picks within the first 29 at the moment. Who cares? Those kids are going to go in, five, in three years anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's not right, is it? Does that mean that the, when, when you get drafted, you should be going four years rather than, or make it three or four than just two? I don't know. You just, I don't know. For, for every other Victorian club and or majority of Victorian clubs, they just sit back and watch, lick their lips for five years, keep an eye on them, keep in contact, talk to managers. And then when they want to come home, I think I'm sick of it. Done. Yep. Fair that's enough. GW, that's the problem that GWs are facing legitimately. Well, they are now. And I think they've got to be the, they've also got a salary cap squeeze. They're keeping these big guns because they have to pay them good money, but they don't have enough for everybody else. So they can't, they missed out the window a couple of years ago when they lost that grand final. That should have yep. been their window, but unfortunately. Yep. But they do get Hogan in, they do get Pruce in. So now yep. they are my second favorite team. They are. They, the only thing. I mean, one thing you can say is that they at least mitigated the damage by getting three picks back yep. for Jeremy Cameron. If they, if they blinked and only got two and something back, I think that would have been a worse decision. So yeah. a little bit of face. They did, but they once again, they had to give up a couple of second rounders as well. Plus a couple other bits and pieces. So a couple of steak knives, but they'll be all right. Now the Hawks uh, got in Tom Phillips. That, that is the bargain. That is the bargain of the whole trade period. Something chronic. I don't know why my stupid team didn't go for him. It must have had to do with money. I reckon we were that tight on the salary cap. We just couldn't bring him in. It was like That was like picking the bones off a, off a dead carcass and the little hyena at the end comes in and just goes, oh, there's a nice bit of meat here. I'll just pick <sighs> this one. For just Tom Phillips at pick 65. That's that's back a fourth round. That's- fourth round pick. Phillips. They gave up. I think they got. They gave up more for um, Isaac Smith. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, look, they, they now they're sitting at pick four, 24, 45, 46. So they've got a couple of young guys in there. Yeah. Nothing to really write home about, I must admit. Uh, okay, the D's, big Benny Brown. So they filled in one of the massive holes, someone who could actually kick straight in front of goals. They've got picks 18, 19, 28, 50, 89. They lost Hannon. They lost Braden Pruce. Braden Pruce, I think they picked up for something like pick 65 and sold him for pick 20, 24, 26, something on those lines. So they've done awesome with that. They're still missing somebody on the wing. They've got belief that they're going to be able to pick someone up. Look, they, they've done it again. They've, they've found out what they needed. They've worked their way with the points. Now the real test is, is they able to pick anyone else up with real talent in the draft and not absolutely fudge it up like they normally do? <laughs> All right. That's them. What about um, North? Tell me about North, mate. T- uh, well, North, pretty good. Not bad. They obviously we know that they delisted uh, near on eleven players in the last season. They got Ben Brown into Jaden Stevenson yep. as a basically a, a straight swap. That's pretty easy. Not straight swap, you know what I mean in terms of picks and yep. and 
Force. Um, they've also picked up a couple of extra little picks inside the thing, and I've actually lost that website. That's where I was yeah, on. Yeah, they've got, they got two, 11, 30, 39, 71, 81. They'll use, they should use all those picks. I can't see them s- splitting any of those. Unless someone they decide to split eleven for a couple of lower enders, but they need as many plays as they can. Yeah. Otherwise, listen, listen, listen to the listings here, Peps: Paula Hearn, Ben Brown, Joel Crocker, Majak Dor, Sam Durden, Sean Higgins, Lockie Hosey, Ben Jacobs, Jamie McEllen, Tom Murphy, Jasper Pittard, Marley Williams, and Mason Wood. Like that's a huge. It's a big list. Team gone. <laughs> I still reckon there'll be a couple of them though that will come up in the preseason draft. I reckon a couple of them. Oh, oh, Mason Wood, I, he's got talent. Jasper Pittard, I don't know. You probably have more of an opinion on him. Just no, no just no. Just, just shit no. tats. Barley Williams, I don't think, is the worst person out there. He's no. also got shit tats, but I think he's got a bit more talent. Yeah. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if my mob looked at him or anyone who needed a bit of a runner coming off halfback as a bit of a security security blanket. Yep. You, 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 you couldn't really argue with, with having him on the list. Uh, all right, mate, tell us about your mob. You got uh, the good old ski double up. Oh, I tell you what, I'm actually pretty excited about this year. I'm actually, it come out of left field for me. We got the man, the man who's so nice, they named him twice. Hey! We, got a, we got the man from Sydney. We got, we got, we got the, the flashy half backman, Ali Ali from Sydney for uh, next to nothing. Maybe a, a, a second round pick, I think, for that one there. Arazio best, best smile in the AFL. He is. Uh, Arazio Fantasia has come across from Essendon for pick 29. Um, that was on the cards last year. He apparently walked away last minute this year. Uh, he wanted to come back. He was training with Port Adelaide anyway um, in the last was few he? weeks. Has been, yeah. So it was always going to happen. It was just whether Port Adelaide were going to blink or not and chuck in some extra, which I was hoping they weren't, and they didn't really do anything. They left at a pick 29. They went early with the trade. This is what we've got. This is what we're going to do. And Dodoro played his little games. And um, we walked away there pretty good because we don't, we don't need a whole lot. We've got young kids coming up through uh, our academy. We've got a pretty young team anyway. We walk away with picks 35, 47, 57, 59, 73, 95, which we will literally just bundle them up and use them for our academy kids. Fantastic. All right, tell us about Richmond, my friend. They didn't really do much at all, but when you're sitting on top of the table and you're looking at what you got and who's not getting games. Yeah, you don't need to do a whole lot, do you? I need to do a whole lot, mate. When you won three out of the last four flags. Yeah, so they've obviously lost Jack Higgins and Olive Markov, which we've spoken about. Uh, For the draft picks, they've still got one in the first round in pick 17, 36, 61, 79, and 97. Um. So Saints to Higgins, oh, sorry, Higgins to the Saints was a big one, but it's great to see Higgins continue. And I don't think Richmond were going to stand in the way of that trade. Oliver Markov was an interesting one. I thought they might have tried to keep him. He's well, he played quite a number of games towards the end of the season and before getting forced out with with players coming back before injury. He wasn't yep. the worst out there. No, it wasn't the worst. But Richmond, like I said, they're, they're they're a type of mob that have got that many people sitting in the wings. Like you have a look who didn't get games in their yep. grand final team, there's probably half a dozen that would be walk-ins in most other clubs. So yep. they just solidified what they needed to do. And they seem like a pretty good club to trade with as well too. This is the mob that I can't understand how in the space of two years, they've turned into a destination club. Brad, <laughs> Cr- Brad Crouch, Sean McKernan, Jack Higgins, out Nick Hind, picks 21, 64, 67, 74, 93. 
Yeah. Are they really? Are they really a destination club, or are they a bit of a dad's army club? Um, I just think that they've got good assistants and good people around, which people want to go and play for them, and that helps. I know, but you have a look who they've picked up. Like Ryder, he wouldn't have much left. You'd think Hannabury wouldn't really have that much left. Sean McKernan, probably not that much. Jake Higgins, I think, is a great little pickup. And Brad Crouch, well, you know, if he can just control his white line fever, he might he might actually turn out to be all right for them as well too. But you can't fault them. Two years, they've been aggressive, and people yep. want to go there. Yep. I, I just – nothing nothing but praise for the Saints. I hope it all works out for them because they're giving out contracts like candy um, and – Obviously, there's something down in the waters in Moorabbin that people want to go and be part of that club. And that's fantastic because they've been down for a long time, just like Melbourne, and it'd be good to see them. <laughs> well, that's not a drive-by, Peps. I'm, I'm just saying, I wouldn't it's, mind it's to see. It's true, though. It's true. St. Kilda, I mean, yes, they had the, the 2000s run and they were bloody dominant and strong, but yeah. no premiership and no premiership for Melbourne. And it'd be good to see one of those clubs get one in the next couple of years. True. How does this club continue to do what they do without virtually doing anything during draft period? Sydney Swans, they bring in Tom Hickey. They lose um, Aaliyah Aaliyah. They've still got picks 3, 31, 34, 43, 60, and 82. They've got a great bunch of kids. They must have some awesome academy kids up there. Otherwise, they just don't do anything every single year in trade period. I don't know what it is. They don't lose anyone, and they don't pick anyone up. Yeah. I, it's just you – know <sighs> I don't know. they I don't. I don't know how they do it. They've got. They've obviously got depth, but I don't know if they've got the stock that people would want to trade back for. You know, with Sydney, like none of them are flashy, or none of them see to stand out and go, "Oh, they're a great pickup for a first rounder." Uh, so they just rely on bringing in the picks. They're always in the mid to late second rounds. It, it's it's got to be a mix of their culture and what horse brings to that group with Johnny Blakey. They've got to, there is something that they do at that club. Like I said, you think that there's something in the water at St Kilda? There's got to be something in the water at Sydney. Yeah, oh, I agree. They just they just it's, it's just an, it's almost Hotel California. You know, <laughs> you can check in but you can't check out. That's the way it is. Asked Tom Papley last year. West Coast. Uh, in Zach Langdon, withered in him from Brisbane. I reckon that's a good pickup for them. They lose Tom Hickey, not much there. They've only got three picks. Yeah. Pick up, pick up a, a couple of young bucks, lose a, a slightly older buck. First guy, Tom Hickey, to play at four different clubs, apparently, in four different states. Well done to you, kind sir. Uh, he's, he's got almost as many clubs as Tiger Wood. Um, hey, many divots? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, don't reckon, I don't reckon he's hit out of the rough as many times as Tiger Woods, I must admit. Uh, look, they just had to do what they had to do. They've got a great bunch. They've probably just topped up with a couple of young kids. They're going to be way up in the mix again next year if they can keep yeah. Nat and Nui fit. The four line's getting a bit long on the tooth, so hopefully they've got somebody to replace Josh Kennedy in the next year or two because he's been their main firepower for the last decade. Yeah. Hopefully they yep. can do something there. But look, let's go to the piece de resistance, the the club that you could almost say just dominated trade period for what they did on that last day, the Western Bulldogs. I'm leaving this one to you, my friend. Western Bulldogs. Wow, wow, wow. Who would have seen this coming, Peps, with Western Bulldogs? <laughs> no one. I don't think Adam Trelaw saw it either. Who left? Lockie Young? Okay, Lockie Young's gone. Fair enough. <laughs> Picked up Mitch Hannon from Melbourne, Steph Martin, Adam Trelaw. 
And I've also then seemed to have got picks 26, 33, 41, 42, 54, and 90. So plenty of ones that can bundle up and try and get points up for a little other clubs and want to trade maybe some second rounders in. Oh, no. They'll, and they'll also use those points for um, the Yugal bloke who's going to go at number one of their academy. So they're virtually going to get the number one draft pick as part of that as well too. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody hell. Oh, and also we didn't lose Josh Dunkley. <laughs> um, so pick up boy, pick up Eugle number one draft pick probably what 54 and 90 gets enough points to pick up number one to match oh, yeah, I reckon they might use those bottom four for them because they have to pick up three players in the draft as a minimum yeah they'll probably oh, look, use they've, those they've four they've done alright oh, they've Adam, done alright Adam Trelaw unbelievable pick 14 that's all it cost them it cost them pick 14 proper genuine midfield gun in a strong Melbourne team <laughs> in terms of Melbourne being Collingwood, you know. That, oh, thanks. That's cherry on the top stuff, mate. Like, you have a look at their midfield. They're just smoking. And now, what's his name? The young fella, Tim English, now has a backup Ruckman to support him. Yep. And Mitch Hannon, when he, when he, he, he's not that shabby. I was a little bit, look, he was a bit off this year, but so many players were off living in the hub, but he's not the worst out there. That's no, a nice sort of pickup, and he and he played in the VFL Premiership team a number of years ago. So he's from the from the doggies. They've done they've done good. They've, they've done they've, good. Yeah, yeah. Ray Jordan, yeah, he's done good. <laughs> they've done good. Ah, uh, look, it's it's just another one of those trade periods. You sit and go, nothing ever happens for X amount of days, and then just the rush in that last few hours. Yeah. It's it's exciting times. Now we're going to be leading into the draft in a number of weeks. We might have a comeback, have a bit of a chat about that. Yeah. So um, how would you how would you rate it out of, out of out of ten? Being an awesome trade period across the board, surprises, uh, the action, the activity, or you know, one being another fizz of the AFL and just dragged it out. Where where would you have put it? Um, I probably put it as in a, like a one to five. You're talking about? No, one to ten. Got to go one to ten. I'd probably put it a seven. Yeah. Because I don't pay much notice like I used to, like with a trade radio. I turn that I turn that shit off <laughs> and turn it on for the last week. That's what I do. Yeah, I agree. I'll give it an eight. And I gave yeah. it an eight just for just a couple of those massive changes that occurred on that last day, which nobody saw coming. The Trelaw, the Stevenson, the Phillips, those sort of things. Just clubs working their way higher in the draft order. And more importantly, seeing clubs fall on their face that promise so much year after year, <clears throat> Essendon, and um, never, never deliver. That last hour, Peps, I was just shaking my head about Collingwood. I was just reading article after article, Twitter after Twitter, and I was just like, I cannot believe that this is happening to Collingwood. The talkback's been even better. Yeah. That's been even funnier, just hearing supporters. I'm going to cut up my eight memberships. I've supported <laughs> this club for 38 years, and you've got rid of Trelaw. I'm cutting it. Oh, Jesus, crikey. What happened when, the, what happened when Peter Moore defected? <laughs> oh, unbelievable hey mate it's been great to catch up again to chat about the trade period like i said it's uh we said we'd come back to you loyal listeners 
We've got a couple of changes coming through over the preseason. So while the players do their preseason, we'll be doing our preseason for next year. Lots of things to to get in place, but don't worry. We'll come back after the draft has happened. Just have a bit of a chat about uh, each club's hall, just in a nice little uh, minutia type of uh, manner. But more importantly, we'd love to just have a chat with you. People have been asking us, are we going to be doing a trade recap? And we've delivered as we normally do. So on behalf of me, Chris Pepper, and the co-host with the most, the Port Adelaide superstar, Jamie Wallace, thank you for listening. J-Dog, how do you love your trades? I love them lace out. And I love you lace out. What? And with Collingwood Tears. And Collingwood Tears is nothing better. Enjoy your enjoy your weekend, folks, and um, enjoy your footy. Take care. See everyone. Thanks for listening to our latest episode. If you haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. I'm your host, Chris Pepper, and with Jamie Wallace, we give you your footy how you want it. Lace out.